Welcome to Election Connection. This is Jerry Goldfeder. The United States Supreme Court has just issued a one-line opinion dismissing Pennsylvania Republicans' lawsuit challenging the election results in their state. Nevertheless, some 60 Republican state legislators are refusing to give up, pressing their claim that their state's election laws were improper or circumvented in some way. They're calling upon Congress to nullify Pennsylvania's 20 electoral college votes pledged to Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. The usual procedure is fairly straightforward. After the presidential electors meet on December 14th, the chief executive of the state, usually the governor, certifies the result and transmits this to the president of the United States Senate, in this case, Vice President Mike Pence. And on January 6th, presiding over a joint session of Congress, Pence will call the roll of the states in alphabetical order and review the results. Practically all presidential elections have followed this script without a hitch. But the Pennsylvania Republicans are invoking an arcane federal law that permits objections. If one representative and one senator sign on to a challenge to a state's electoral slate, the legitimacy of those electors will be voted upon by the House and Senate meeting separately. But there's another law that says if electors from a state are chosen six days before the electors meet, the so-called safe harbor date, then those electors are supposedly protected, inoculated from any objections. And Pennsylvania's electors were chosen by that safe harbor date, so they should be protected from any objections. Election scholars disagree, however, as to whether the safe harbor protection is as ironclad as it's intended to be. Some believe that Congress can accept or reject electors as it sees fit. This objection procedure was enacted over 100 years ago and in the modern era has been invoked only twice. In 1969, objections were lodged against a so-called faithless elector from North Carolina. He was expected to vote for Richard Nixon, but instead cast his ballot for George Wallace. And in 2005, Ohio's electors were claimed to have been selected through voting irregularities. In both cases, however, each house rejected the challenges and the electoral college votes were counted. Even in the year 2000, when feelings ran very high after the U.S. Supreme Court ended the Florida recount and essentially handed the presidency to George Bush, no senator would join House members who wished to challenge the electors from the Sunshine State. So despite the fact that Pennsylvania electors should have safe harbor protection, this rarely used objection procedure could be employed next month. But only if the Pennsylvania Republicans can persuade one representative and one senator from Pennsylvania or any other state for that matter to sign on to their objection and challenge the Pennsylvania electors. We'll be keeping our eye on this. See you next time.